and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. It is your problem, and it shall be heard. Now, you're listening right now. Welcome to the show. If you're watching, we're on YouTube. You see that we are on Zoom. We're doing a, you know, the, the great internet uh, provides. And I want you to go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Send in your complaints to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Let us know what you're complaining about. Shelby, he is in, you know, he's in the, he's our producer to the stars. Uh, he goes through every email and he sits up at night and We love a specific complaint. The more specific, the better. Specificity. Uh, Specificity. You know what it means to me. I need to complain with you. And we will be a couple of Jews. Okay, so listen. So I want you guys keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. And, you know, share this podcast. Thank you. I, I always start with a thank you because if you're listening, that's very cool. There's a lot There's a lot of podcasts out there. So thank you. Um, thank you for being involved with the show. And, you know, keep telling a friend, you know, this is mental health. Honestly, yeah, let's, I, I love the Internet because you can just make things sound more important than they actually are. <laughs> <laughs> this is therapy. We come here. We let you just bleed out these complaints and by the end it's like a massage you're like wow oh my god i feel so loose i feel so good so share give your friend the mental health you know uh therapy they need not actually therapy but you know a version (laughs) disclaimer um and share the the luxury lounge i'm very excited about today's guest an okp to the show to the j train universe first time in the lounge, hilarious comic Emma Wilman. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, Jared. I appreciate it. it. Now, what what does your hat say? Like, oh, I got a new hat. I got nice. So I like this hat, but it's it's actually kind of I I, I have to be careful with this hat. Okay, it's a great color. It's, it's a luxurious, a, luxurious color. Absolutely, I love and, and this font. maroon and I font, love the yeah. maroon and and you kept the white of it clean, which makes it even more like luxury. It's brand new, so I have nice. to kind of watch out for it. Here's the thing. It's 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 called, and this is Plug City. We'll go to Plug City for a second. Okay. Let's take a walk through the streets of Plug City. A Plug City. Um, <laughs> it's St. Jardim, and it's a bar that's a coffee shop bar hybrid that's in the West Village, and I have frequented this bar for first dates. I think it's a great first date spot because sometimes there's spots open at the bar. You can get a reservation if you need one. There, It's busy. It's got life. It's in the great section of the West Village. It's like right at Caddy Corner, Wilfie and Nell. So if the date is hot, you go over to Wilfie and Nell. You can grab a cocktail there. There's options. So right. this is a plug to St. Jardine. But then I went yesterday. I was at the Comedy Cellar. I did the brunch. And Emma nice. works the Comedy Cellar as well. Everyone needs to follow Emma. Just so spectacular and funny. At Emma Woman. Go, go, go. Um, Thank you. Thank you. um, So I walk back and I'm like, I got nothing. You know, I got this dead time. And I was like, I want to. The brunch shows at like one. You're all amped up. You've had a bunch of coffee at the table and then. Right. You're on one and you haven't. You're on one. You know, so I I was like, I can sit here and have a coffee because coffee bar hybrid. There's a spot open at the bar. And then I'm going to sit on my phone and like go, you know, bullshit, let my brain melt. And thing to do. I, 
the best. So I'm sitting at the bar, and then I go get a coffee. Then I'm like, I'll have a glass of wine. They got good orange wine, natural wine. So then I get a glass, and then I'm a second glass. Then I see the hat. I see the guy wearing it. He's got tattoos. He's cool. (laughs) So now, but I have to be careful. Give me a hat. Throw it in. I go, how much is the hat? They go, 18 bucks. I go, come on. I got money. It's I'm drunk, you know? So I end up buying this hat. But the problem is I've taken women on first dates here. So like, right? it just looks like I'm like some sort of mascot for this first yeah. date. I don't know. <laughs> no, it'll know. No, it'll know. No, right. no. Do you have the same waiter sometimes on your dates? I recognize the people there, but not enough. It's it's actually a good spot we're in. Like I recognize the people there. I'm not sure if they recognize me, but like okay, good. We have a good, good. thing where they don't know me too. It's not like hey, Jared, Norm, come on in. Right. No, I don't want that right. at a first date spot. Right? Oh, you got a new friend with you, and you're like, what the fuck? Up? Who's <laughs> right. this lady? This time? oh, a blonde. You're like, <laughs> what? Don't you think that's got to be part of like the restaurant training? Like if you see someone that does a lot of first dates here, like act like you don't know them. Hundred percent. My dad. I remember, so my dad, he's been married a couple times and he used to, apparently he would take the women to the same ring shop in Nova Scotia. And when he went with my stepmom, she was rip shit because the ring guy brought up that he had been in there three years prior. And and so she was upset. And I was like, I see why she's upset. But I was like, dad, weren't you upset? And he was like, well, I shouldn't have done it. And I was like, no, that guy, it's a ring shop. You right. come you you if you work at a ring a ring shop someone's spending a lot of money and you should be so lucky to have someone with a high turnover rate like you want to you want that's your dream customer someone who's coming in every couple years like yeah right i i totally agree and also there's not 12 ring shops like at a bar it makes a little more sense because there's like options or like why would you keep coming back here the ring shop like uh, he has to act like especially like yeah, you, you're going to relate to the last marriage that didn't work out. Yeah, I, if I was your dad, I would be bullshit. It, it's going to be everyone is new to me unless my customer's I, like, hey, remember me? You have to literally say, remember, yeah, remember me? No, I don't remember anything. You remember me? Yeah, yeah I don't even know my own name. I don't know who you are. I, Where you're are a virgin. Right I don't know what's right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Is this the virginal ring? Listen, we're already in the complaints. I'm so excited Emma's here. Listen, everyone go follow Emma at Emma Wilman because she has a, a, a move. You're you're in a movie. I'm in a movie. I'm in a movie. I'm so excited. This is what happened. So, you know, you do auditions a lot, whatever. And I had been doing auditions and I had done this audition like a long time ago. I had done mm-hmm. it. I had done it in October two years ago. And then I got the part. It felt like nine, ten months later because I was like, what is this? I don't I didn't remember the audition. Right. And then I remembered it pretty clearly, actually, because when I did it, the way the script was written, it was implied it was for someone who was a person of color. Because I remember kind of being like, ooh, I don't know, this phrasing feels a little unnatural. Like I had to say, right. um, uh, like, homeboy. Not that that means a person, but it, it was there was something <laughs> else in it. There's a couple things. Yeah. Homeboy, Jack Yoass, right. had the club. A couple things. I think, no, in the description, it said the person was... A person of color, and I was like, "Oh, but I can audition." They go, "Oh, they, right. they changed that. They're opening it up." But the it's also still- like it's also like so hack of them. They're like, "It's a person of color." Then they do this like uh, garbage homeboy. dialogue, homeboy. <laughs> You're like, "Come on, totally <laughs> right." So when I and it was to be the one of the scenes was to be a comedian, and they say homeboy on stage. So I was at a comedy club. I was at the DC mm. Comedy Loft, and I was like, "I'm going to record the audition." from the stage after the shows to like stand out a little bit more. 
Right. So it's like 1 a.m. and I had my girlfriend was with me. And so she like we set up the camera. The shows are done. The you know staff's like cleaning up. And I go on stage and I record it a couple ways, like in my own words. And then I record it. Uh, I record it as is in the script. But I wasn't really thinking. So I'm on stage. The staff doesn't know what I'm doing. So all of a sudden I'm like, let's give it up for that, my homeboy. And then you heard someone from the office go, what the fuck? And then I was like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 I'm not having like some breakdown out here where I'm saying like, I'm, I've not gone rogue where I'm on stage just going nuts. So I was like, oh, that's the one that I ended up getting. So I got it. And then it we filmed it. We filmed it like, I guess it was like a year after the audition. But it's fun. It, it's with the... Um, Bobby Cannavale, who's in The Watcher, and Robert De Niro, but I didn't get to meet him. I mean, these are big-time actors. These are big... Big-time actors. Right. Big-time actors. What's it like? So here's the thing. People, you know, listen, the listeners, we're not a Hollywood type. I'm not a Hollywood type. I'm not a Hollywood type. I I wasn't that familiar with him. uh, Robert De Niro, yeah, but not Bobby Cannavale. Right. Thank God. Bobby Bobby Cannavale, like, I know who he is, but, like, if you're listening and you don't, You'll see him and go, oh, my God, that's a oh, big that time guy, actor. Yeah. You're that guy. And you so but the thing is what you and I've been on sets ish sometimes. It is glamorous to be on a set. Did you have the moment where you're like they're treating you better than you thought you should ever be treated? Like, you know, the craft services, they give you the, you know, the the trailer. You because we wouldn't expect those things. And then you get there and there's like all of a sudden you have an assistant. Like you realize oh, how actors become up. right. You you do realize the minute you get on a set how actors become delusional. I can totally see how they become delusional, too, because like you get in, you check in hair and makeup, then you do get your own. So with your with the trailer in this one, it was like. You're in it, and then they've got food and all the stuff for you. So it does. I was just so I was sick. I don't know what. So I was trying to be like what I had like a stomach thing. So when I was in my trailer, I was like laying on the floor, like doing like like like. Oh really? So that was the only reason it didn't seem glamorous. I had some type <laughs> of stomach bug, but I can completely see how you get you get a little wonky in the brain because there's no there's no in that like ecosystem you are you're the star of the situation and people are really catering to you. Right. And it's really their job. They're not like, they're not doing things special, but it does feel special because you don't have it every day. I just remember totally. like you, they'd be doing your makeup and they'd be like, do you want to drink or anything? And I'd be like, uh, what do you got? And they're like, I'll, uh, di- right. I go diet Coke. And they're like, no problem. And then they bring the diet Coke <laughs> and it has a straw in it to make sure you don't mess up your makeup. And you're like, right. and, and, and you're sipping from the diet Coke that has a napkin around it. And you're sipping from the straw and you're going, Oh, everyone here is out of their minds. But you're like, there is a reason for everything. Like, you did want a soda. Their job is to go get people sodas. You know, you can't mess up the makeup, so you have to be a little bit precious. It's just a little weird. You're right. It's It's a little weird. Ecosystem is the right word. And they give you at the time when it's time to eat, I got some type of thing that like went over like a giant bib to go over me so I wouldn't (laughs) mess up the wardrobe. And they had to be like, which I should have those things all the time. I was like, check the glass them. And it was there's also there's a lot of sitting around which i love i like to sit right. around it's hurry up and I, wait hurry up and wait i felt grateful that i wasn't familiar as familiar with bobby Cannavale as i was after first the first couple of days of taping because i think it helped me be comfortable around him because the first day 
I don't, I Google fucking everything. I mean, I Google, I've run out of stuff to Google. Like I'm Googling, I've Googled what happened to little Bow Wow 972 times. Like I'm just Google, (laughs) I Google everything. And I hadn't looked him up for some reason. So the first day I was really like, just very, very, very comfortable around him. Then after a couple of days, I was like, this guy is really good. And then I right. felt a little starstruck. By the right. end, I was kind of looking at him different. Like I was well, like, I felt weird. Well, it's got to be good to be playing. A, you're playing a stand-up comedian. You know, that's why that you're helps. auditioning in the club. Yes. So you're like, you're actually more comfortable than maybe he is because you're like, I am the role, you know? He asked a couple of times he was asking, because he plays a comic in it too. And he asked mm. a couple of times things about comedy and he was like what do you guys do in this situation and it, it was in, he was very very curious about getting it right that's got to be that's actually it. fun that, i mean but it's called inappropriate behavior um it's yes. coming out we we don't know the date yet so we want everyone to go directly to emma wilman's instagram tiktok uh emma's fantastic you're going to love emma if you don't already at emma wilman on all platforms um let's get to our complaints are you ready let's do it absolutely i'll do mine first uh please hit hit the music shelby jared he has some problems jared he's got some issues to do get off his chest right now Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? Okay. Here's my complaint. Let's hear it. I live in a I live in like a older building. I, I, my neighbors probably, you know, they li- they listen to Luxury Lounge without wanting to listen to lu- Luxury Lounge. You can hear <laughs> everything. Um, I went today to the elevator. I'm on the fourth floor. Fourth floor is that tweener floor. Third it exactly floor. Is. Right. Like third floor, I would, I'd probably walk the stairs to. Th- I, I say that, but I'm 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 probably being two floors. You're definitely going to walk two floors. Two, you're walking for sure. Walk three is like maybe fourth is like it's a little bit of a thing. Three, I'd walk it enough where people go, Jared. Are you doing a different workout? Like you totally. know, it would affect my life if you're I right. took yeah. if if I took the fourth floor stairs. If I was like, this is my new health routine. No more workouts. I'm just doing the stairs every time. I actually have thought about that. I think I would be a different person. Like I I really do. It could like, be fourth floor but i take the elevator up and then i walk it down that's my whole plan usually yeah compromise now whenever i take out the garbage the garbage chute is next to the elevator so i give myself another compromise i throw away the garbage i press the button and then while i throw away the garbage the elevator comes up so i go to take out the garbage press the button now the button it's been wonky lately. Mm. Hasn't been really lighting up. But if you press it a couple times, you just see the elevator kind of like jut and it comes up. And it's an old building. So I and press you it a couple- the, you don't ever you don't take the garbage in the elevator? No, I'm taking it into the chute. The chute got is it, next it, to it. the elevator. So got I go it. to the elevator, I hit the button a couple times. It doesn't light up, but I'm like, okay, this is kind of what I'm used to. I go to take the chute. The chute is a little small, so you have to really shove it in. So it takes been a second. There. So, right. So this is all kind of, I've timed out everything perfectly. I get back to mm. the elevator. It's not moving. Still on lobby. 
And I'm like, okay, um, do I sit here <laughs> and play with this button or do I give up on my compromise and hit the stairs? I hit the button two, two more times, nothing's happening. I'm like, okay, I'll go downstairs. I go down the stairs and it's a little, you know, you twirl down the stairs. You're almost dizzy by the time you get to the mm-hmm. lobby floor. I get to the elevator, sign on the elevator, elevator out of service. How are we putting that only on the lobby floor and not on oh. every floor going up? That's a great Why aren't point. we getting our information? What's going on here? How, in what world, especially you wake up in the morning, you got a bunch of stuff in your hand, you're waiting there for 20 minutes, and then you get to the bottom floor to find out the information. There should be a sign on every floor, elevator out of service, and I want more information. I want so inform- so much information that this note on the elevator is actually like a news item that could go on like Apple News. Like I want this to be a story. Like I want to like elevator out of service and then like a two paragraph explanation of what's going this is on. Why when it's we, out, what we're going right, to do, what yeah. we've been doing. And I want it to be like, and you know what we, th- even if, even if the note said, we don't know what's going to happen here. I want to <laughs> know that we don't know what's going on. Like, right. Hey, Hey man, um, I had a tough week. Like this note could literally be like elevators out of service Hey, man, I just called uh, the guy. He hasn't picked up. We're trying. This The minute he picks up, I'll replace the note. We'll start giving. Like, I want, like, a dissertation. I drank this weekend. I'm still getting to this. I haven't right. woke up yet. I want to know everything about what's going on with this elevator. Don't you think? I think totally. T- well, because imagine you were, like, bringing your kids. I always go to this default of, what if I had kids? And right. I, like, but what if you had kids and you're going to school and your hands are full with their lunch and you're waiting for the elevator and now they're cranky and you're cranky and then you're lugging everything around. Like, that can, then you're late for school. Like, you miss the bus. Like, there's, like, there's so many, the ripple effect of it could be, like, a real, they should, it's so easy to put, or they could send out an email. Emma, you're a pro complainer. You know how I know mm. this? Because mm. that's what people do who like to complain. They make it, they put themselves in a world where they can get the themselves even angrier. Oh my like God. you don't even 100%. have, you don't even have a kid and you're going, what no if kid. I had a kid? And now you're what living in a world kids? where you do have a kid and you're going, I got to feed kids. I'm a single right. parent. I'm a- <laughs> And I can't get down I'm the elevator. Single, like, like, yes, drug addicted like, parent. And I, but I, somehow my kids are in prep school. And when right. they're late, then I that's like eight hundred dollars a day, and we're kicked out of the school. And now we're right. all homeless. That's where it goes. Like, but what if for, you're in a wheelchair? Get the fuck out of here. I mean, my God. Now we're speaking for you know the disabled Americans of this country. We have to speak up for these people. Yeah, and and all it really did for me was make me wait. 10 seconds to go get my coffee before taping with you. But in but, a world, this could right. be horrific. In a, in it could be horrific. Right. That's my complaint. That's ex- uh, <laughs> I always do that with complaining. I always amp it up to some scenario where there's some horrendous stakes. And that's right. how I like justify the complaint. Even though like any complaint too big or too small, it's still good to get out there. There, no, I don't think any complaints are too big or too small because you're processing it. Totally agree. Let's go to your complaint. Um, oh, hit this the is my mu- complaint. Okay, hold on. Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. 
They've got lots of problems too It ain't all about Jared Let's hear their complaint of the day Let's hear their complaint of the day They're invited on the show To have some fun and complain with you Let's hear that complaint Okay, go ahead so this was like, I just didn't know what to do. I've been going to the same hairdresser for three years. They're absolutely fantastic. They do such a good job. But then the last time I, and it's the same, you know, we go for three years. It's always, or I go for three years. It takes the same amount of time. We kind of have a routine. So there was nothing different about this time. Now the hairdresser, how many times are you going in a year? You've been going for three years and- you... I probably go every six weeks. So like a lot. Okay. So you're going a lot. Like- A you know, lot. Okay. I've got regularly. And she, I have someone that does the coloring and then someone does the cut. They're in the same place and they're both great. Like mm. I, like she's taking some time off to, cause she's having a baby. And I was like, oh, what? Like how much time off? Like I'm, and I'm, so I'm going to keep going. Absolutely. Right. But- this last time I went, and to be fair to her, I never say, oh, I want this, I want that. I always go, oh, kind of do the same thing that you did before, and that's been right. working. But this last time, it was honestly one of the worst haircuts of my life. It was so bad that I was seeing a trainer, like this like uh, great Italian guy, Greg, but he's the type of person who's like, oh, you look great, you look great. We always do that when we see each other. He saw me and he went, whoa. And I was like, I look fucked up, don't I? He goes, it's not your best. He said that. And I was like, it's I not your best. Not from some from someone you have hired because you've hired him as a trainer <laughs> yes. is actually him saying you look like fucking garbage you're disgusting right you should never leave the house you leave. troll exactly. that is that is 100%. it's not your best is a softened version this, this right. means it's bad right he goes, this isn't a friend best. you have right right it's not your best work but i was like i don't know what so my my complaint is almost more at myself was I guess I didn't know, I don't know, did not know how to handle the situation because, and my girlfriend was like, you got to go in and say something. I go, I'm not saying something. I, I there's no way I'm not saying something because I don't want it to be weird, but I don't know whatever she did. It looked all like it was like too short and choppy and it looked absolutely crazy. So I guess right. my complaint is to make it like a specific complaint. My complaint is when someone switches something up on you when you've got a routine, well, I guess it, I wonder if she didn't know though, but I mean, I look fucked up. Listen, everyone has a bad day at work. We go on stage, we bomb, True. we do well. And, True. you know, what's the etiquette with, you know, in, a, in in the world, if we were to take emotions out of this, the hairdresser that you go to frequently should be the person that you should be able to hash this out with, to go, Absolutely. hey, we, I, I'm not happy here. But it's actually the hardest person to talk to because... You know, you've never had an issue before. And she before. did such a good job. I right. was like, did I do this? This was, yeah, that, my, I'll, my other complaint was not knowing when to tip on vitamin drips. Because when I went in to get a vitamin drip, then they said, do you want to give 20%? But a vitamin drip's like 300 bucks. So I said, yes, but I What's didn't know. What's a vitamin drip? Me. You go in and they give you a whole vitamin IV and it like, it makes you feel really healthy. But okay. the vitamin- You are Hollywood like, now. This, this movie, <laughs> one movie, and now you're getting uh, vitamin yeah, drips? Right. I get it on I get them on Groupon, so this is maybe not the best place to do that. But then when you go to check out, it says, Do you want to leave a tip? And I always say, Yeah, twenty percent. But the twenty percent of a couple hundred bucks, like that's a huge tip. And they don't really they just kind of fill put you in. So I didn't know that was a luxury well, I was like are everyone we to be tipping or not. 
with everyone has gotten. I mean, the, it's been memeified, but everyone is doing tip screens now. Everyone's just like, I'll take a shot. That's the problem. Is everyone's like, yeah, let's see what happens. And you, I don't know how much this tip affects their life. Like, if you walk in, they go, "Hey, we feed our family based on tips." I need that so, sign up. I need you to take that chance that I might find out signs. you don't fa- you know, feed your family. Right. I need, yeah, I, because that's the risk they're taking. They're going, ah, I'll flip it over. I'll make it awkward on them. But right. we need both skin in the awkward game. I need you to flip it mm. over and lie to me. You know, I need you to, at least if you lie to me and go, hey, we don't get paid here. We only get tips. And it's a lie. At least you have to be feel as awkward as I do because maybe you get caught in your lie. This is the we're not both at an equal casino table. Is the problem with a tip screen? To go if back, you ran for pre- if you ran for president on that platform mm. with literally what you just said, I would vote for you for president. If you I said we need e- equal skin in the game and the awkwardness here, like right. that would make me go, I'm voting for this man for president. Like right, that, I would be like, I just agree with that. So 100 percent much. I go, that's what I want in a leader. The tip screen is literally them volleying a tennis ball of awkwardness back to you, right? For you to try and hit back to them. Because if you go, because if if you had like balls, if you were just like if you were ballsy, you go. Hey, do you guys get paid on the the service or the tip? How does the how does the breakdown go for you? They would go, "Oh my god." Oh, right. Now I'm awkward because now I have to explain my pay structure. It's like, "Well, you've kind of offered me that ability because you've asked for a tip. I need to know how this breaks down. What percentage of my, you know, of my vitamin drip is going towards you versus the company? Can you give me a breakdown of materials?" I had yes. this issue um you know, I had this happen in a cab once. I, I was in a cab. I don't know if I talked about it here, but I was so angry. I was in mm. a cab. I never take cabs. I, you know, we take Ubers. But sure. now, but when you take a cab in New York, you kind of feel good. You're like, this is how it should have been. Right, right, right. Right? You want, because you have this interaction with a human. You're yes. like, I'm doing the New York thing. So I get in the cab and the guy looks at me and I go, you know, uh, West Third and Bleaker or West Third and McDougal to go to the cellar or whatever. And 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 the guy goes and I go, how he goes, do you mind if I go this way, this way? We're having that old school cab sure, conversation. Sure. Right. And I go and he, and I go, no, take, you know, this street and take that street. This is the way I want to go. No problem, man. No problem. We get to the place. I go to use my credit card tap credit card. And then it says on the screen, credit card machine not working. Oh, this is happening. And before, I, and, and I go. Right, and I go, hey man, uh, can you redo the machine, the credit card? And he goes, credit card ain't working. And I'm like, dude. So I need this information before because it's like I don't know if you don't have cash in you, and you go. Also, I took a taxi because I'm in kind of a time crunch. I've had that happen before. I've and I'm like, hey, like I needed to know the machine wasn't working. Like, did you know it wasn't working? Did it just break? Or your machine's got to work. Otherwise, in a way, it should be a free taxi ride. Well, that's the thing. I need an updated version of the old school thing, like. Taxi cab, I did it. I'm coming to you, man. I'm talking with you. I'm already right. out of Uberland. Like I'm, I'm happy to be here. And then you, you fuck me. You literally. Right. And then the, so he goes ah, and I go. I said to you what you said. I go. I wish you would kind of inform me. I, I you know. And he goes, happens. Do you have twenty? You got and you got cash. And I take out my wallet and I, I, I give him a twenty. And it's like also we're working when we take a cab. Like that's a write offable right thing. Off. So I go, so he goes, ah, all, you know, them the brakes, kid. Like, he, he's like, got me. You know what I did? Right. I, so mm. he served me the awkward. And I was like, fuck this guy. I was so mad. <laughs> I, vo- I volleyed back the awkward. I go, going to need a receipt. 
Yeah. And he and he goes, what? I already turned off the machine. He, like he goes, I wish you would have told me before. And I go, oh, ain't that a bitch? Yeah, really? wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it, so we had nice? I sat in that cab for ten extra minutes while I waited for him to redo the machine to print out a receipt. I Can I would have sat there for two years. No, just, just sat there staring at him. I'll take that receipt, buddy. Got to bring it. You want to go old school? I'll go old school. I got to bring that receipt to my accountant in his office with my big basket of receipts from the year. Where's you know? here? He's still in that fucking taxi. They're just with- sitting out there. They're just they're not going anywhere. Let's get to the complaints. I mean, taxi riders, taxi drivers are bad. They when they do that with the broken machine, though, because you're like, this is like a key part of your business operation here. Right. Like you got to be. We. You're never going to be Uber, you know, so get us at least I know the deal I'm making. You know, don't make me right. feel good about this. J train podcast. You should have told him that at the end when you got out. You said you're never going to be Uber and then just slam the door in his face. Good money habits start with your very first paycheck. If you just scored your first job, you've got an opportunity to jumpstart a healthy financial journey. When you sign up for Chime and link a qualifying direct deposit, you get access to benefits like getting paid up to two days early and fee-free overdraft up to $200. With Chime, there are no monthly fees, no minimum balance, and no deposit required to become a member. People, great opportunity here just to even Organize your financial life. A little bit of organization goes such a long way. Sign up for a Chime checking account today to link your paycheck. It only takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash JTrain. That's Chime.com slash JTrain. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and, de- and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank, N.A. or Stride Bank, N.A. members, FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer, spot me eligibility requirements, and overdraft limits apply. See Chime.com slash spot me. Train podcast at gmail.com here with Emma Wilman at Emma Wilman. Go follow, go follow. You ready for some complaints? Let's do it. Luxury Lounge, Facebook Marketplace sponsored ads. Jared Shelby and guests, many feathers to your nuts. I love looking at Facebook Marketplace. I love browsing for old glassware, jewelry, furniture, creepy figurines, etc. The cool older things you wouldn't see in most stores today. I generally don't buy anything, but I just enjoy looking at people's old stuff while sipping my coffee. However, this ritual is often ruined by ads from places like Wayfair or other big stores. They make their products look like a regular item posting, so I think, oh wow, this item is really cool and then realize it's from fucking Wayfair I know that this is how all ads work but this just feels worse for some reason it's like Ikea having a stand at a flea market I just want to look at people's weird stuff not a brand new item from a big store I used to buy a lot from Marketplace when I was younger with less money and can't afford new things so I guess it just feels a little bit predatory knowing that a lot of people use Marketplace for this reason either way I'm tired of half the page being sponsored sponsored ads and having to use my brain to parse out which is an ad and which is an actual posting. Thanks for giving a safe space to air these grievances. Sincerely, show me the tchotchkes. What do you think? I love the sign up. I love the word predatory in it. It it does feel more predatory because it's sneakier because they're really, the thing is with these targeted ads is they're just getting so good. They're getting so, and it, that Ikea example is such a good example too, because it's like what you're there for, they're really infringing upon. And 
it does suck because it's it's just getting in the way of it, it just it just feels sneakier because they they're easier they're more easily able to integrate like I've noticed sometimes with the news, even on CNN, sometimes there'll be the sponsored posts and they're get, usually, I used to always be able to tell, but they're getting the, the, the sneakiness of the pop-up ads are just getting more so good that it gets harder to differentiate and it's, it throws you off, especially the original, the, the, the original of this was when you'd Google something, you'd be like, I need the, I, I want to go to Disney world. And inst- like instead, and then the first Google response would be the ad version of Disney world. Right. And then you have to go down the screen to get to the regular website of Disney World. This has gotten even worse. If you Google a restaurant, you have to literally, you have to travel like 30 miles from the top of the screen to get to the actual (laughs) website that you're looking for. Like it's actually gotten insane. There are so many ad versions and all the ad versions, it feels like you're swimming through seaweed. You're just like, get yes. me out of this garbage versions of the websites that get me to the actual website I'm looking for. I totally agree. You're you're right about the IKEA ver- you know, the IKEA stand at the flea market is perfect because you're like, right. get out of the way. We're just I I'm here for a very specific reason. Let us have our time. You uh, we know where to find you, IKEA. We know where to find True. you, Wayfair. And it feels dirtier because they're taking they're directly going in and swooping from the people they're just trying to sell on Facebook Marketplace. So it's like you right. see directly what what they're trying to take from too. Like you're right. trying to support like small business and then you've got this one posing as a small business. It's There's like they're a, buying a house in the neighborhood and having a yard sale, but it's owned by IKEA. Right. And they're they're actually looking at grandma who figured right. out like grandma figured out. What if I was out, a grandma? Right. What if I was a grandma and I figured out how to use the computer and then my grandkid taught me how to put something on Facebook Marketplace and I finally get there and now I'm dealing with Wayfair being like, move it, wrinkles. Right. I'm selling shit. Yeah. And, they, they're, and taking... they're posing as a grandma. They're posing as another right. grandma, but it's a freaking robot. Right. It's a robot in a wig and, and a shawl. And it looks like Rosie from the 100%. Jetsons. Yes, J Train Podcast at G- <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Emma Wilman at Emma Wilman. She's gonna be in a movie. I'm so happy for you. That's so Thank cool. Thank you so much. Um, everyone go follow Emma at Emma Wilman on TikTok, on Instagram, Luxury Lounge, Farting in Peace at Work. Jared, I'll keep this short and sweet, or I guess stinky. Everyone in my office has an L-shaped desk, which affords us a lot of separate working space from our coworkers. I hate when I need to fart, do so silently, and then someone comes up to my desk to ask a question. My farts are almost always poorly timed, and I just want five minutes apiece to avoid someone experiencing the smell. Sincerely, do not disturb farter. Emma, what do you think? This one's really personal to me because I have def- have like, I've got gastrointestinal. I definitely have something mm. wrong with me. Like yeah, I'm with up. you. I got to see it. I need to see a doctor. Something's mm-hmm. not right. And I just haven't taken the time to figure it out. So I, I mean, I, okay. I will say, I think it is no matter what, a little bold to be farting at your desk in an open space. If you right. could swing it, I would say, go try to go to the bathroom and just like sit there and do it there or go for a walk <clears> out in the street. Cause I would say you can't necessarily, as much as I wish you could, you can't necessarily expect unexpected. You can't expect uninterrupted fart time at an office it's just not how it is even though i wish it was here's the could be wrong 
I I totally agree, and this is you you're bringing me to my point because we normalized everything. Everything has been normalized. We, there's always a call to action to normalize, except for farting. Mm. No one's out here looking to normalize farting, and there's no and, and no one wants to speak up for the community. You know, you kind of ish with the um. Because it's always funny. The the thing is, farts are never taken seriously, farts are, and I want to normalize. Funny. Farts are funny, and that's the problem: is you you can't have a serious conversation about farts then because do you want everybody farting. Because when I think of the farting, I'm like, well, I would love to be able to fart, but then it's like, do I right. want? I mean, I can't see it as fart as I say, not as I do, or whatever the saying would be. But it's like, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable going in knowing that it was totally socially acceptable for everybody to be farting. Right? Farts are kind of like children. I love my own, but I don't want to deal with yours. So right, it's like a whole thing. I, but here, you know, the community that kind of does it is the, um, what's the one, the, the people that shit a lot? What's the disease? Oh, uh, is it IBS? Wait, I, no. Crohn's and colitis. Crohn's the and Cro- colitis. The Crohn's and colitis community kind of tries, but they always sidestep the idea of like, I have an issue shitting. Like no one, right. so. And they and, should get a free pass because they really can't help it. Right. Like, they but, should be, there should be. But even them, they never come out and they go Crohn's and collect. They 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 right. give it this different languaging. No one's like I want to come. That'll be, I'll be the. This is what I when I if I ever hit it big, I'm gonna take farts seriously. And I think every office, if it has a break room on top of the break room, you can smoke cigarettes. You can fart. I want to sign. Fart, <laughs> all farts welcome. All cigarettes, you know, like where you go, there, there's a break area. We did yes. this for cigarettes. You know, hey, if you want to smoke a cigarette, go to that. yoga in San Francisco. I've right. used that as a, the fart room, by the way. By, by, but that, I, but it's you. you I That's a good fart room because yoga room. people are farting. Yeah, Who that's a good place to fart. On. And it's but usually they, empty. But you but need an, an office, empty room. Right. You need an empty room. But the office should have a, you know, like they do for smokers. That one lined off area that's like that's the smoking section. Let's change the name to all fumes. Fumes <laughs> section. That's the fumes section. One guy always out there. Like, right. One, you can do whatever you want. Whatever fumes you want to put out there, let it be tobacco, let it be farts, let it be anything you want. Vapes. This section. We need to open this up. It's the normalization. The community, the farting community never gets taken seriously. This it's, is it's, true. Just, it's a mess. Because I'll say, I'll go, look, I'll go, I have a problem. Because sometimes I'll be like, look, something doesn't, it doesn't smell right. Like, I'll, I'll go, there's some type of issue here. I don't know what's going on. Because my girlfriend right. goes, why do you fart smell? Because I go, I don't know. I, obviously, I got some type of problem. Right. But that would be, that would be a great bonding experience, too. Because I would, I love, I love, you want to bond over things that aren't just cigarettes, too. So right, it's like, right. You can go up there I and mean, be really comfortable with people just, like, farting around. I think that's a great way to do it, too, because then it's not just fumes makes it less comical than farts. And it's more right. serious. It's like, we got to. It- Gotta get this out. I gotta let these fumes out. Where are you going? Get my fumes Dude, out. Women get really scared of farting too. Right? Stomach issues. We're not. It's not safe. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. I, I almost wonder if. And this would be a weird byproduct, but if sexual harassment would become almost obsolete if there was a fuming thing, because it right. makes people not see them as sexual. Even though you should still see someone as a sexual object in the right context for farting, but if everyone knew everyone was going up, like someone at work hits on you, you go, "Excuse me, I got to go up to the fumes section." Then I that right. might 
maybe. It he, well, it humanizes everyone. You know, the, yes. everyone farts. You know, that's a. It, now it's not like, oh, I'm just taking a walk. It's like, oh, you want right. me to come with you? I'll get you coffee. It's like, get the fuck out of my face. No. I got to go to the fumes <laughs> no. room. Right. One of the fumes. <laughs> Luxury Lounge. YouTube TV sharing. Dear Jared, Feather Feather, I'm one of the many people who have canceled their cable subscription and decided I would just use the streaming services instead to save money. My sister and I each have each other's logins for various streaming services we have so we can share. I have subscriptions to A, B, and C, and she has subscriptions to X, Y, Z. My complaint is that while I'm so thankful that my sister and her boyfriend gave me their login for YouTube TV, all of the sudden started kicking me off every time they log on. I'm not sure if they have given the login info to anyone else or if YouTube TV is just catching on to this, but it's so annoying. I only use YouTube TV two times a week to watch my Bravo shows. Yes, I have a Peacock subscription so I can just watch them the next day, but I have mentally prepared myself for a good night on the couch for a trash <sighs> reality TV with yeah. a glass of wine after a long day. That's what I want to do. I also feel like I can't say anything to them because I'm so thankful that they let me have their login because it's so much expensive compared to the other platforms. They both work very good finance jobs and I am sometimes starving, sometimes not and I am sometimes a starving I am a sometimes starving, sometimes not starving full-time artist. So I can't be like, hey, you kicked me off because I feel like I'm definitely getting the better deal. Thank you for the safe space to complain. Sincerely, I just need to watch Scandaval in real time. What do you think, Emma Wilman? I'm glad that they gave the context for because I was going to say, you know, you're giving them logins, too. But I can right. see if your logins are less expensive, how you feel a little bit weird about it. I bet I think it's uh, you. Two, first of all, that you've carved out a good night of reality TV with wine. That's something that should never be interrupted, because if you can, right. it's like going, I got this lunch. I, it's ready. And then you go into the refrigerator and someone ate something out of it. Like, right. It's the expectation. And also, when you get kicked off of it, I can understand that you're imagining them settling in for the same uh, night that you are. So right. you're even more afraid to like, hey, um, I was set up on the couch. And then, you know, the response is going to go, well, we're sitting here with our charcuterie and our wine and right. we're in our comfy cozies. Why can't we? And you know that it then becomes a, a, a you know, a couch off. You're trying to, you right. know, so. And, whose subscription is it any, whose subscription right. is it really? You don't want to rattle it, you know. Right. So That's I understand why they don't say anything at all because it's like they must too. be doing what I'm doing and it's horrible. This is frustrating. I think you could say, hey, I don't know if YouTube changed their algorithm, but I keep getting logged out. You don't necessarily don't necessarily say the specific day of when right. you're getting logged out. Like I just noticed I'm getting logged out. Like, did you guys is there a setting that could get changed? Because I'm gonna guess that that's what it is. Because they're right. not changing the password. So I think it's probably some type of you're only allowed to be logged in from one device at a time. Right. And so just when one comes in, they send the other out. It's like a one in, one out type of deal. Right. And listen, if that's the deal, you do have to get on the same page with your sister. Like, I, I think like I think you're right, Emma. The The way to go is like, hey, am I logging you out? You ask. You right. go into question mode. Am I logging you out when I sign into YouTube TV? And they go, oh, my God. Because they're probably – no one's saying anything to everyone because everyone's – they're doing what you're doing. They're going – Oh, they probably prepared for a night of scan of all we prepare. Right. It's a little awkward. I have their Netflix, so I can't really say anything because these are the breaks of, you know, these are the breaks of the crime we are committing. <laughs> so I do understand why no one says anything. You have to break 
the silence. You have to question mode. Am I signing you out? Hey, and then do this move. Let's test mm. it. Say, mm. hey, let's test it. You go on YouTube TV right now, and then yes. let me let me sign in. Trouble does two. it sign you out? And then if it does, you go, hey, okay, we might need to figure out a plan here for the future. You yeah, let me schedule. know if you're going to be watching YouTube TV, and I'll let you know. And now, when now the expectation has been set, now you've actually sussed it out because now they'll come to you. Hey, we're going to be watching Scandal tonight, and you go, "Oh my God, I was too." Good thing I know. Now I'll yes. prepare differently. Because anything to avoid you having to, you mentally preparing and getting that excitement going and sitting down with your wine, anything to avoid that. That's right. got to be no, like the big. You don't want to no get per- your expectations crushed. Absolutely. There's no perfect solution here because you are committing a crime. You have to remember that you are, you know, you're Bonnie and Clyde. You're a small one. But listen, but you're not. There's no way if you want to you want to play, you got to pay in some way. Right. Because you can't call up YouTube and say, hey, I'm getting logged out when my sister (laughs) logs in. Right. Then they they would be like, well, well, uh, how about you pay the fuck up? Uh, You know, so J. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Emma Willman. At Emma Willman. The, the movie's called Inappropriate Behavior. Keep an eye out. We don't know when it's coming out, but it's going to be coming. So cool. Uh, luxury Lounge. Inaccurate restaurant wait time. Ooh. Jar- Jared and esteemed guest. I'm writing in about a luxury complaint. When wait times at restaurants and bars are shorter than expected. My friends... <laughs> It's a great complaint. Interesting. So they, yeah. 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 They go, it'll be an hour. And then you go, and then it's a half hour and you're mad because you're like, you go, wait a minute, I wait a minute. I planned my day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> my, my friends and I went to an upscale cocktail bar that does not take reservations. When we arrived and checked in for a party of four, they told us that the wait was going to be really long. I'm talking an hour and a half to two hours. My friends and I noticed a handful of open tables that could seat a party of four, but the host assured us that there was a long list of parties that were in line and had to be seated first. The host offered to put our names on the list and we'd receive a text when the table was ready. Given that we had an over an hour to kill we decided to check out a different bar nearby while we waited we walked across the street to a different bar sit down and order some drinks all within a 10 minute period by the time our drinks were served to us i received a text that our table was ready and we had five minutes to return before they gave up the table how do you go from a one and a half hour wait to 10 freaking minutes? We had to slam back our drinks and sprint back to the other bar to get there in time. Luckily, we made it in time. But how does a host that works there every day not have a true sense of what of wait times? If you're going to give a wait time of over an hour, then an a, and then it better be actually over an hour to allow people time to do something peacefully while they wait. Sincerely, chug, chug, chug. What do we think? <laughs> Emma Wilman. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like... My thoughts on, you know, whenever I think of, so this is going to seem like a big jump, but I'm going to tie it together. Mm. I always think of like age with dating. I go, for me, it's like once someone's over 26 and whatever the age difference is, if you're 26 and your partner's 60, whatever. But once the person clears the 26 range, then I don't even think I, there's no, then, then after that, it's like a case by case, 22 and 40. I'm like, okay, but case by case. But, right. but for me, it's the where it connects with this is it'll be like once it's over, once you say the wait's going to be over, I'd say it would be over 20 minutes, over definitely over half an hour. Then you need to be pretty accurate. Like it, it is. Right. You can't just you can't go an hour to then 10 minutes. That's completely unfair. If they had said it's going to be 20 minutes, then it's 10. Sure. Fine. But once you say something's going to be over 45 minutes, you have to expect that people are then 
then you're getting a different category because you got to expect that people are going to go somewhere because no one's going to sit there for an hour with four people. I totally agree. The minute you say to someone, you, you couldn't be more right because the minute you say to someone, hey, because you even say it differently. Like even the hostess or host will go 10, 15 minutes. You know, yes. that, that tone is like, stick around, kid. You know, yes. like that, uh, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And then they do the thing with the hand as if yeah. you're watching on YouTube, 10, 15 minutes. You know, you, you squint your eyes, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. When it's over an hour, they go, it's going to be about an hour. Yeah. And they uh, watch the of, eyes widen. It's going to be going to be an hour. And you almost and as they're as if to like, say, what are you going to do to fill right, the time? It's going to be right. an hour. Can you hang in? Can you, you cut out for this? Can you figure out a day around our hour? And how bad do you want it? Right. And and the minute the tone changes and the eyes change, you know, you have told me, okay, let me make a decision. Mm -hmm. And these people did. These people were good citizens. They didn't say they saw open tables. They didn't say, what the fuck? You better sit us down. I see an open table there. They said, okay, you got your rules. I'll back. I'm going to play by your rules. I'm going to go across the street. I got the text message and the text message does make us feel good. When they take mm. my number and they go, we'll text you. I yes. feel like I am now safe. free to roam this earth. I feel safe. I feel taken care of. And yes. what this restaurant has done is they've deceived you. They've, they've, mm. they've taken your trust and they've screwed you over because now they, in my dad says this to me all the time. He's like, the only one that can screw you are the people that you trust. Ooh, because that's so true. It's very true because you let yourself, you give yourself to them. You, you, you make yourself vulnerable to people you trust. And then the people you don't trust, you go, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll protect myself. No, when you trust someone, you take off the armor. You let them in. This restaurant was let in. This restaurant was allowed. You said, oh, they gave me the number. It's an hour. I trust them. It's a high-end cocktail bar. And then they fucked you. They should. And giving you only five minutes to get back there, too, is is right. rude. It's like you're crossing the street with a with the green light and it just changed to red light when it was when an oddly short amount of time. It's like right. it should take 10 seconds. They changed it after three. And now you're in the middle of a highway. You're going to get hit by a car. Where was five the yellow light? Short. Where right. was the yellow light? Where, Where was, was it? Yellow light? And, that and you're saying as you get hit by the car. And uh, here's the thing. I need the problem with technology is it takes away the humanization of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like being a good host is at a popular place like this one is supposedly is a great you have to be good at that job. You got to be a people pleaser, you got to be a people, totally. you know, a, a salesperson. I was at a bar. So my parents were here and my aunt and uncle were here last weekend. And nice. we went we went to a restaurant and then I was like, let's go try a bar. I'm taking a real chance. I'm walking with four people in their 60s yeah. in New York, two to of them in heels, to a bar worth no reservation. I am that, that is, is a, you are woof. I'm a I'm on the trapeze with no net underneath. <laughs> I, I am and we go up to this bar and we went to uh, should we go to Plug City? Uh, what was it called? Temple Bar. Okay. And I've heard of Temple. I'm taking a real chance. What because, night was it? Was it a busy night? So it was a Saturday night. Or it was fri- Friday night. It's a busy night. So It's a busy are- night. We had just gotten a great dinner at Emilio's Bellato, which I would suggest to everyone. Anthony, 
Vitolo is the chef. He followed me on Instagram. I took a shot. I messaged him. I go, hey, man, I got my parents in town. Can I get a table on Friday mm. night at 7? He goes, got you. So we hooked Love up. Love it. Love it. So we just had this great New York night at an Italian place. So I'm like, I'm kind of feeling myself. I'm like, let's take mm -hmm. another shot. So we go walk to this temple bar. There's a guy outside, and he goes, how many? And he goes, I go, I got five of us. And he goes, we take reservations for four or more. And I go, he goes, but there might be, let me go check. And it's like, he goes in and he comes out and he goes, we got standing room. And I, and I, I looked at him like, dude, don't even offer me that. Like mm. I'm sitting here with four older Jews. You think we're just going to be standing and milling around your bar? You think, what do you think is going to happen here? Like you but read the room, well. buddy. Right, just yeah, tell us to go away. Just, just say go away. Don't even give me the option. Yeah, say I had to... you don't like Jewish people here. Just say it. Right, just, just, say, it. <laughs> just say it. Right, just say no Jews allowed. Because, because at this point I go, dude, I when he said standing room only, I looked and I was like, really? Really? And then my mom's behind me. What does he say? Can we get in? I'm like, no, they hate Jews. We're walking yeah, out of here. We're, we're getting out of here. <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Emma Wellman. Go, go, go follow immediately. Luxury Lounge. False Promises Landlord Edition. Jared and esteemed guests, your podcasts have got me through many hours of lab work. I'm a PhD student. Whoa. Good for you. That's right. Love to hear it. I hope you enjoyed that farting conversation. To my current <laughs> <laughs> to my current frustration. I'm writing this from under a mountain of laundry. I put off doing my laundry down to the very last sets of socially acceptable clothes. I go to the laundry room in my apartment building and there's a note saying the laundry room is closed for maintenance. I was immediately enraged. I pay for water and access to the communal washer and fresher every month. I don't know what a fresher is and have to clean. I don't know what a fresher is either. They might be from out of the country. And Are we uh, gross? Have, is something we right. should have been doing our whole lives? <laughs> What's a fresher? Oh, What's a fresher? <laughs> I haven't been using the fresher. And to have clean underwear, I'll not have to spend at least $20. Even worse, I'll have to drag an embarrassing amount of laundry in front of public. In front of the public. Maybe it's a petty amount of money to be frustrated over, but if the landlord can't provide his promise, shouldn't we be able to expense the costs we incur? A frustrated tenant with a large laundry pile. What do you think? I feel like it's a little, it's a British thing too. A fresher is a British thing, but I'm very curious. So please let us know what it, what it is. Right. Um, in the sentences after Well, it's the dryer. I bet you that it's, uh, she, oh, it's they a said the, to the communal washer and fresher. Also, I pay for water and access to the communal washer and fresher every month. I can't believe that you have to pay if it's in your building and have to. Uh, yeah, like it's like an HOA fee type thing. I mean, I, this is maybe tricky since I've, so take it with a grain of salt for context that I've lived in New York for a while. So I'm used mm. to kind of, you know, the not the, the landlord stuff here. I don't know. I maybe would look at it differently if I hadn't been, you know, in New York where it's like you're used to you're used to abiding by the, you know, the the, the schedule of a random person who lives in the basement yes. of your building. I, exactly. I understand that. Yeah, I lived in a building once where they didn't have a stove for like three months and we had to call the local news to do a story on it. And then they gave us a stove. We had we, my room. We called seven on your side. It was when I first moved to New York. So we were like, we don't know what else to do. But I would say this. If it's closed for more than. I'd say it, when it comes to getting the money back, I'd say if it's closed for more than 
I'm going to say four or five days, then you could say, can I get this prorated for my rent? If it's only closed for like a day or two, then I'm really sorry. It might be one of those situations. And I've been there a million, billion times where it's like, it's just a straw that broke the camel's back. Emma, I hate to say it. but No, but here's the thing. If they're doing maintenance, you do maintenance in waves. Don't do the whole room at once. You're doing all the washers and freshers. This is a good point. This is true. At the same time. Right. No, no, no. It's it's like a comedy club. When they give out the checks, they give it out in waves. They give out this section first. They don't give out all the checks at the same time because it would crush the room. You give out you you do one at a time. You go this one's this section's closed off. The idea that you go down there. Listen, if this person went down there and they go half the room is in maintenance, half the room is being used. You would go, okay, at least that was okay, thought I gotta of. Wait. Right. I got to wait. At least they, you know, they didn't, you know, to say, to have a note on the door. What if it's close, only for a day? What if it's no, like what's no, close? No, no, no. You can't, you can't take away a whole day for people because from work from home, people's work True. schedules, when you go to do laundry, you're going to do laundry. You know, you should expect that all people doing laundry are doing it with their last piece of underwear <laughs> on their body. So let's live in that world. Let's live True. in a world. Don't don't live in a world where the laundry room is being used ah, whenever I want. Right. No, True. no. If I have to use, if I if I if I live in a world where I have to use a communal washing room, yeah, let's you're going just your, right. When it's the end life of isn't great. Is I don't have time. I don't have time. Right. I don't have the money. I don't have the. There's no nanny. There's just me. I'm a single parent. Okay. Right. I got my kids. They peed all right. their clothes now. They got nothing to wear to school. We're getting kicked out of school. Yes. Right. Totally. We can't live in a world where life is better than the worst life that actually okay, uses these things. This is a good things. point. This changed my. I, I agree with you. You're right. They should. If it's a communal <laughs> laundry room, they can't have it closed. They shouldn't have it. They could stay under maintenance in part of it or something. Right. They should not have the whole thing closed down. My like my mom has all the time in the world. If you said to her, "Ah, eh, the washing room's closed for a week," she'd go. I'll be back after Hawaii. You know, like she, totally. you know, she's in a different boat. Right. If I'm in a, in a position as I am right now, where there's a communal washing room downstairs, when I go to do laundry, it is because I have that moment to do laundry. Right. This is J-train true. Podcast at gmail.com. J-train Podcast at gmail.com. We'll do one more. Is that okay, Emma? Let's do it, please. Absolutely. Let's do one more. Everyone go follow Emma at Emma Wilman. So, so funny. I love seeing Emma. Um, Likewise. Okay. Let's. Okay. I'll give you the choice on based on titles. Ready? Mm-hmm. Infinite the movies. Wanna be helping neighbors. Ireland vacation. Ooh. I'm gonna go with those are uh, wanna be helpful neighbors. Okay. Dear Jared and esteemed guest, Feather Feather, my complaint is about wannabe helpful neighbors. I live in a suburb of Seattle. I have a small yard. My neighbors across the street are always offering to either do my landscaping or offer to loan me tools. The problem is I've seen the work they've done and it's horrible. (laughs) They've butchered trees and everything else I've seen looks half-assed. I'm not great at it, but why pay someone to do an even worse job than I can do myself? I mean... Makes zero sense. We'll pay them. Pay them. No, so they're not offering. No, they're trying to they're, they're trying to get s- their services out there. Right. They're starting a business. And now they've insisted on me borrowing their tools. Problem is their tools don't work. I was unloading some brushes from my truck and he came. You have a truck and they're offering you. If you have a truck, yeah, I, if good. I saw someone with a truck, I would be like, yeah, they're better at this than me. 100%. Totally. Right. I'd go, nice truck. And then I'd right. put a cork in it. 
Right. He came over to help, she puts in, or they put in quote, I don't know, um, but uh, by offering me to borrow his auger tool to dig holes. Look, at they know that I don't know this shit. They had to, uh, <laughs> I, I told him I was going to borrow my dad's. Dad doesn't have one, just trying to end this conversation. And he insists I borrow his because it's right there across the street. After some back and forth, I cave. I borrow his and it won't start. So now I have to return this piece of shit, tell him it won't start. And all I came... Uh, to th- uh, and and all I came thinking is he's going to blame me for not starting. Was this all a ploy to get me to buy him a new tool? Now I have anxiety through the goddamn roof to return his tool. I want to go back to the cordial wave with neighbors. Thank you for creating the safe space to vent. Sincerely, guy who hates seeing his neighbors. What do you think, Emma Wilman? Honestly, I think this is almost like these people sound scary and they're into some weird shit. I think you need right, to it's do- annoying. Don't, don't interact with these neighbors at all costs. Like, whatever you can do, try not to even make, just high by, like, truly protect yourself. I watch a lot of true crime. They sound like real weirdos to me. Yeah, neighbors with a lot of tools and a little too nice. That's that's very murder mystery to me. Very murder mystery. Pushing the tools. The tools don't work. That's what, To me, it seems like they're trying to get you in their garage or something. I don't, right, I don't trust them. You're in the Pacific Northwest. There's a lot of fog. It's hazy. Yeah. It's I, it's Goonies. Yeah, Fight no, I don't life. like I don't like any of this. It's all scary I don't like to it me. One bit. Um, I would also say that this is. How about this? If I say no, thank you, we're done. Stop offering. Done. Yep. Stop. Stop. No, I insist. No, 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 no. I thought about what you said. I'm an adult. I've decided no, thank you. We're done here. This Especially whole idea. That's like a whole I, thing. It's not like a hate, cookie. It's not like not take a cookie. Okay, right. I'll take a pie. A tool. Right. Like a tool is like I, this is a tool is like a big you gotta return it. It's expensive. There's the liability of if it doesn't work, then you feel responsible for it. Like that's a tool's a big one. Right. And it's just I a tool's a big one, and it's like you're sitting there at the door, you first. And they're going, No, you first. And you go, I mm-hmm. insist, you first. And it's like, how long are we gonna sit here at this fucking door? Someone walk through the fucking door. Okay, now I'm the dick. Do you feel better now? Like, you feel better right. about yourself? Like, I, I just, this too nice person, like, just be nice if you have to, not because you want totally. to. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Emma, thank you so much for coming on. Thank Fantastic. you. I appreciate it. Are you in the city a bunch coming up? I'm in the city. I'm on the road. I'm in the city. Um, hold on. I'll read my dates to people. I forgot to do that. I got, uh, if, you're, if you're listening now, I am going to be in Boston and New York and D.C. for the UUP Live, Kansas City, Missouri, Nashville, Tennessee, Stanford, Connecticut, Raleigh, Lexington, Charlotte, jaredfried.com. Everyone go follow Emma. Emma's fantastic. At Emma Wilman. I'm Jared Fried. We'll be back next week. Boom.